So for the last uh, two years now, well, it's, it, it's, it's been a little bit less than that because it's taking a little bit for the medication to work through my body. But I no longer have bite sweats. Um, I, I can eat not properly or eat whatever I want. It used to be where I couldn't eat anything. I was constantly throwing up. I was constantly living in, in a state of fear. And no one wants to live in fear. And so we know that there's, there's, there's stuff out there, but people are too afraid. I was too afraid. And so now that I know that I'm HIV positive, there's just so much stuff I can do now. I take my medication. I see my doctor on a regular basis. I see there every three months. I make sure. And for somebody who doesn't have insurance, it was the biggest problem for me was because I didn't know where to get tested, where to get a free test. So we will be talking about where, where can you get free tests? And where, you know, there's so, there's so many options around the United States where they offer free testing and no one really knows about them. You know, so we want to make sure that we advocate know for know your status and once you know your status to stay hiv negative or if you're hiv positive we want you to be undetectable that is the only way that we can um get the zero transmission rate and my life has been incredible since learning and it's, it's difficult because i had to take a medication every year I, I mean every day at the same time i have to make sure it's with food i have, First, I was on the three pill medication, so that was super hard to make sure that I would always take, you know, all three pills at the same time every single day at the same hour. Make sure it's with food. Make sure that I have something to eat. You know, one day, two days, you can't skip this medication, you know, for anything. You have to take it religiously. So that has changed in my life, but for the better now. Now I can educate. Now I can be an advocate. And while I don't want somebody, I would like for people who are not HIV to be advocates. I feel like it's so important somebody who is living with HIV, who doesn't have insurance, to be even more of an advocate for, um, you know, making sure that we end zero transmissions. so so happy you know that you're sharing this story and i can tell the more you talk the more you're smiling <laughs> i'm excited i've always said i want to do something with domestic violence because yes it gets overshadowed by cancer because it shares the same month yeah breast so, cancer you know you never hear about domestic violence until a situation happens, happens. Yeah. Yes. like they don't pull out and give it the same um the same effort that they give breast cancer. Yes, you know, yes. They, they don't make it aware. We, we don't have an awareness for it. Like, the only time someone gets involved is if, um, you know, someone After gets hurt passed or, away. Right. you know, if it's a, been a major thing. So I feel like I understand breast cancer is um, it's, it's tremendous because I have yes, a cousin yes. who had breast cancer, and I got her on me for breast cancer. So yes. I do understand, but I also feel like the same energy we give to breast cancer we need to give, give domestic, to domestic violence, violence right it, there are people out there who because they're scared they don't want to share their story or right. they don't want to say anything because they're looking at it like so where can i go no, nothing has been broadcast about yes, yes safe places for them to go or 
if I go here, will he find me? Or, you know, different things like that. So a lot of women just And a lot of them be scared to, to walk out the, the shelters because we've been there and they uh still looking around. Yeah. And when we go there, we could still see the bruises. Mm-hmm. And the last shelter my husband and I went to, and it was this little boy. He was, how old is little boy? About four years old. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to him and he was in my lap. <coughs> All of a sudden, he just just did a chokehold on me and oh. he was just shaking but I'm like no 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 and his mom told me that's what he saw his dad do, do to, to her oh my God. and that's how he played when he gets somebody he just hook them and then this that's what he saw and he thought that was normal play and mm-hmm. we had to talk to him and say baby that's not that's it not mm-hmm. so but he didn't know he right. just always would see a, yeah. a left hook and something like that Thank you for calling. This is Real Talk with Lady Hale. Who am I speaking with? Virginia Howard. Hey, Miss Virginia. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm fine. Um, I've worked with Miss Virginia. She has a story. That's only if you feel um, that you can talk about it, Miss Virginia. That's totally up to you or whatever you want to say to this lovely lady. This is her first time ever sharing her story um you just have to hear miss virginia's story when you hear her story you're like you this lady is amazing and i truly (laughs) thank you miss virginia for all the help you do with the women for domestic violence she goes to court with the lady she help them find apartments uh she help them go file charges anything these ladies do any time of night miss virginia is there for them and I truly thank you for that, Miss Virginia. I needed Miss Virginia. You're very welcome. She said she needed Miss Virginia in back her life. Then, yes. Yeah, I she needed said Miss Virginia <laughs> back then. Yeah, but you learned. Miss Virginia will be very. Yes. Miss Virginia will be very glad to be a part of your support team here. Yes, ma'am. Uh, we all need that, and I too am a survivor. It has been about twenty years. But each time I hear a story from a woman that is going through domestic violence or deal with the woman that is dealing with domestic violence, it brings my story back like it was yesterday. So I did live in silence myself uh, for 14 years. I did that because I thought I was the only woman that was being abused. I was shamed. I didn't want no one to know anything about it. But when it got to the point where I was severely beaten, I had 246 stitches in my neck. I was in a coma for three months. I died three times. And when I came out of my coma, I didn't know my children, I didn't know my family, I didn't know anyone. Mm-hmm. But I praise God that I'm a miracle walking today. Yes. And I promise God, because he gave me my life, that I will forever always support and stand with and do everything I can to help women live in their life in domestic violence. Yes, ma'am. And that's what she does. That's her daily journey every day to help women that needs the help. And I think you told me about the the plate that you had in your head, Miss Virginia. Um, I had the stitches, 246, yeah, 246 um, stitches. stitches. And then a coma I don't have a plate that's in there, praise God, but I do have, I had 246 stitches. And the doctors were telling me I wasn't going to be able to do this and I wasn't going to be able to do that, but amen for my faith. That's yes, where the desert yes. alive is. Because I am very prosperous today, and many women do listen to me. And yes, they, they do. As soon as if I don't understand them, then I share my story. Because I don't want you 
or any other woman to look at me or anyone else like we are better. Yes. Because you will be surprised the women that deal with things behind closed doors yes, and remain silent. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I love you, Miss Virginia. I, I really <laughs> wish I had you when you know I was going through my situation because, like I said, I didn't have anybody that I could turn to or talk to. So um, I would love to maybe do something, be active with you. I, as long as I could get involved, I would appreciate it so much. Well, let you know, has my number. Yes, I would not give my number out loud. Oh, no, ma'am. I have it. Oh, no, ma'am. <laughs> I'll make sure she does get it. And I hope you can come to our domestic violence seminar. And if you're available to come and speak, because you heard me, we're going to give 50 women from the domestic shelter hygiene bags. Uh, they're going to have snacks. Uh, we'll put a hygiene, different little items in there. And then we're giving their children uh, bags for, like, snacks, crayons, collars, toy bags, and things like that. And when is this again? October the 5th. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I'll check my calendar. Yes, ma'am. Uh, get with me. Yes, ma'am. And we'll talk about it. All right. Thank you so much, Miss Virginia, and God bless you. And I'll make sure Miss Latrell gets your information. Okay. And thank you for having me. Okay. Thank you. God bless you, Miss Virginia. God bless you, too. Continue right. to hold your head up, my sister. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Yes. Bye-bye. Okay, Miss Carol, you want to call in? Now you're having to call in. Call in, Miss Carol, 281-318-8650. 281-318-8650. See, all it had to do was just take one person to say something. Uh, Miss Carol say, I'm praying for her and so many others like her. And healing is possible. I'm a survivor of domestic violence on so many levels. Being free is a choice of the decision and healthiness. Blessings, everyone. If you want to call in, Miss Carol, the number is 281-318-8650. Tell her, always hold her head up. She's a queen. Yes, she is. She's a beautiful <laughs> queen. Yes, ma'am. I'm, I'm just learning. Yes, 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 yes. She always saying, my face, my face. I'm like, what is it? That she, I swear. I'm like, what is it with the face? I don't see it. What is it? You know. She I, I guess because I looked at it for so long or I had to. It's on me. Yes. I guess I'm the only one that can say, and they be like, well, I don't see it. Uh, no, we or, don't. We don't kidding see me, because I see it every day, and they be like, we right. don't see it. And I be, I was like, I know that's why I knew it was consuming me, because that was just something that was eating away at me. And so I finally just said, you know, listen, I'm either going to live my life and be ashamed and walk with my head down, or, hey, maybe I can, talk, I can start talking, and maybe I can help somebody. Mm -hmm. And so... And tell them you about know. that business you have. <laughs> yeah, come on. Look at it. Yeah, so. All of this you <laughs> I have a plus-size business with my best friend. It's called um, Perfectly Flawed. Mm -hmm. I called it Perfectly Flawed because of all the insecurities and flaws that I was dealing with. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like maybe if I'm not the only woman who's dealing with a lot of flaws. Us as women anyway. We right, 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 right. Um, we can be a size two and say, oh, I have a little fat here. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> we all going to say that. Um, we cater to plus size women. Now, we do do smalls to large, but we mainly cater to plus size women. That's from a size um, extra large to a 7X. Um, mm -hmm. We carry shoes from a size um, 4 to a 15, sometimes mm -hmm. 17. Um, but we mainly want... Um, 
when I was heavier, I could never find anything that looked cute for a plus size. Yes, yes, yes. They always wanted to have us. I call it curtains. <laughs> yeah, they want to put a curtain on you, the moo moo, or they put polka dots and these stripes of snap roses on something. Right, right. And I always felt like, well, we want to feel beautiful and sexy too. So, mm-hmm. you know, I always had a out of the box with colors, shapes, right, patterns. Right, right. So I feel like maybe if I can get a few women to say, hey, that's cute, then you right, know, we can right. do it. So, um, so how can someone listen? Can order from you? Um, they do can you have on, a shop? No, I don't have a physical shop. It's I'm online, online, only. online boutique. Yes, okay. ma'am. Um, they can go online, and it's I'm perfectly, and it's spelled P-U-R-F-E-C-T-L-Y, mm-hmm. and flawed is spelled F-L-A-W-D. So I'm okay. perfectly flawed.com. Um, we're on Instagram at I'm perfectly underscore flawed, and we're on Facebook at I'm at uh, perfectly flawed. So. Um, you know, hit me up. Uh, it is. We've been in business for four years, but we okay. just we just took off this year. All right, right now. When Miss right. Tiffany um recognized us for the Raider Blues, yeah. was like we really y'all got the clothing award. Yeah. Yes. No, yes. we we got nominated. We didn't win it, but okay. we got nominated. Y- y'all from, did win. Yes, y'all did. <laughs> <laughs> y'all took off. We did win. That's yes, right. So did. um, you know, um, a lot of doors have really opened up for us where we've been. Um, we just did a, a fashion show for Dr. Sugar Trash. Uh, yes, that'll be y'all. on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, that'll be every Sunday. So I mean, we really have been blessed to be yes, you know, yes, to take it out. I mean, I'm excited about um, where things are going. But I also do know that I know that it's veering. Yes, because I know where I see me going. But because of everything that's happening, I know that I'm going. So I'm just going to follow whatever cause it's Right, doing. right, because you never know how and many not, women out yeah. there that need to hear your story. And I'm not going to fight it anymore because I, I was really, like, fighting it. So I'm not going to fight it anymore. Um, I actually, um, I have started writing okay, my book you, Carol. about it. Um, maybe I can, you know, save someone through my yes, book. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I haven't finished it, but it's almost it's done. It's a story, it's, yeah. Um, and I do also want to do a non-profit for my son right to keep his name and maybe it can help for the baby's shaking yeah. syndrome yes ma'am and right. then i eventually want to do um uh a shelter yes so i can help other women because i know it's not a lot of shelter no it's not women it's not a whole lot and, kids. and the children no. you know because a lot of times they want to split you up or right the kids have to be of a certain age before they can come so um yeah I, I yeah, have, they have um, that a lot. They have that a lot to where the kids have to be, you know, they, they have, have to be, be little, right? Yeah, Most they have of to the be children, little. They have to be little. Like so. if they over like 13, yeah, they, they can't come. They can't come cause, because, you know, they consider young adults. And yeah, stuff. and then they have so. other little babies yeah. and other, yeah. So I, I, Especially if they're male, too. If they're male, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's really hard, and so... I said I was just gonna stop running from everything that I know I'm supposed to do because mm-hmm. I yeah I wrote everything down like in 2002 I still have that book yeah well, I wrote everything down what I said I was gonna do and how I was gonna do it and Thank so you, I'm just gonna say you know forget it and okay I'm just follow wherever you tell me to go because you never know who's <laughs> waiting to hear your voice yeah. we never know it's somebody maybe sitting there like yeah. Oh, where has she been? I've been needing her. And somebody reached out to her. Because you've already had the exit plan. You've already know it. So you can help somebody, you know, get out of the situation. It's just more scary. Like, if I tell y'all I've been having my vision for almost 14 years, y'all be like, what? I just kept running backwards. I'm right. going to go, the center, um, go this way. Right, right. But I was like, you know what? I need to stop it because I can see my vision so clear. Like, I can touch it. And I feel like. 
I've always been scared because I know once I open it, it's going to take off like wildfire. And I'll be like, we're going to be up. right there to support like, you. Am I going to be able to keep up? That, yeah, that, I always sure tell her that. <laughs> I don't know if I, am I going to stumble? Okay. Am I going to be able to keep up? Am I yeah, you're going to keep run? up, but we're going to make sure you keep up. And that, that was what I was mainly scared of. Yes. Yeah. Of me not being able to maybe keep up or, you know, put in front of you. or staying, so uh -huh. staying the, you know, the right way. So just want to make sure that maybe I can do that. So once I do that, but I, I do have a lot of plans that I really want to do. And so I'm excited about it. We're excited you. for you. You got a lot of support from people. You have something you want to ask, John? You, DJ? Okay. They so. were so lovely. Like, they oh. talked to us. DJ played Jerry. We were singing. <laughs> <laughs> like, DJ they were so They were so nice, though. And they, you know, they conversated and I talked about his um, podcast and stuff. So yes. I, I applaud him, but I had told him, you know, I have a family member who, you know, is going through that. And yes. It's, you know, so I understand and I applaud him. Like, again, that gets overshadowed. It's not noticeable until something happens or yeah. you're famous. Oh, and then everybody wants to talk about it, but you know we have to start somewhere. So yeah. I applaud all y'all. And you're sure the only one in Houston. Oh, it's here nationwide. You the only one in Houston. Oh, in Houston, I'm like, yeah. do you even go nationwide? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking in yeah. 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 Okay. We are nationwide, but we don't know if there are any other shows. shows like here. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. okay. Oh well, well New Orleans has theirs one. In Memphis, okay. New Orleans has their own radio station. Oh, okay. They have a whole radio station mm -hmm. dedicated to people living with HIV. Okay. In New Orleans? In New Orleans. In New Orleans. Right. Okay, yes. and what number is New Orleans? I mean, what number are we? What? The cases are eight. Oh, so we are. We have 17. So, I mean, we're number 12 in the nation. What number is uh, New Orleans? You don't know? I don't know. Okay. Don't they know. have statistics, too, because it's New Orleans, Baton Rouge, Atlanta. I know at one point it was Atlanta, then Baton Rouge, then... New Orleans. Then New Orleans, and then like Houston was a little bit down the line. I had to pull up the statistics again, bit because I follow okay. that. I know people that. So this is a topic that needs to be talked Talk about. about. Yes. Yeah. 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 We want to definitely bring attention to the fact that HIV is still very much into existence here in Houston. Yeah. And while we're not talking about it, while we're not, we have a lot of resources available, but people, the resources are not being reached to the people who yeah. need to be reached to. Mm -hmm. So what we really want to do is just bring the community together. And start talking about it and the and doing something about it so just not start yeah. talking but actually mm -hmm. doing so something yeah. mm -hmm. and how do we do something by just talking you know and, and making it to existence mm -hmm. so we're really starting to focus on testing and te getting tested every single six months yeah. if you're sexually active i i really recommend you get tested every six months every three to six months if you're sexually active mm -hmm. And that way you know for sure that you're HIV negative and you also don't have any STDs or SCIs yeah. that you may be passing along with anybody else. Yeah. So, and if you are negative, then get on PrEP. PrEP is, is a tool that we use. Is a You take a one pill every single day. It's the pill is called Truvada. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen yeah. the commercial for Truvada. So, yeah. Truvada is a one pill that you take every day and it has a 99.9% .9 effectiveness. So if you are taking this, there is a pill now you can start taking that will make sure that you don't get HIV. And we have a lot of people that are being diagnosed um, with newly, like they're, they're newly moms. And that's how they're being diagnosed. And we want to make sure that we, we end that cycle. And because, you know, a lot of people, they hear their partner 
you know, their partner, like you were saying, you know, like they abuse them and, mm -hmm. you know, they don't, they're saying that this is, you know, I'm going to have sex with you, you know, without a condom, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and, the, and the female really doesn't have much to say about, to say it. about it. So we really want to put attention on all this information that's out there because people are getting, still getting new rates of HIV. Mm -hmm. And the only way that we're going to be able to eliminate it completely is by doing something different. And we are, so this is where Positive Pack came in, and we really want to make sure that we, you know, bring the advertisement or bring the, the, the back into the front, because we feel like, you know, HIV has been on the back burner these days now, yeah. and that's just no longer acceptable in any category, and it shouldn't be anywhere in the United States any longer. We are in 2019, we've had a pill now for, you know, 15 years that... Mm. We know that it stops. So what are we doing wrong? You know. So thank yeah. you, Lavinia, for giving me the opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> always, yeah, always. I, I was telling him like um, we learned about it. What maybe in the ninth or tenth grade, and then yes. you didn't hear about it. You didn't hear more. about it no more. You like, didn't hear they took it out of schools, and that's so, what we were talking yeah. about last night. And the kids so, have no clue, no clue about what's going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's get to another guest. Hey, sweetie. I got diagnosed. Uh, two years ago, actually, will be yeah. Two years ago, I diagnosed in April, and um, it's been a, it was a life changing. First, I was I, I shouldn't be alive today if if it was for if it wasn't for the drugs and the medication. And knowing your status is so important because I didn't have to suffer this. My T cell count was um, at ten when I first got diagnosed, which is like zero is the lowest. And 800 is the highest, and I'm out of 10. And so that tells you that I was so sick. And so knowing your status, and that's because I was afraid as well too, to know my own status. And that's what I want to, that's the whole reason why for this podcast is to bring more awareness about knowing your status and knowing that HIV is not a death sentence, but um, we do have to control it. And so U equals U, undetectable equals untransmittable. So once you on a, on a regimen, you become untransmitted, you can't pass it to anybody else. But how do you know that you can't pass it? Or how do you know that you're HIV um, negative is by continuing taking blood tests every three months. So going to your doctor, if you're sexually active, continue taking PrEP or ask about PrEP to your physician, if that's um, something that you're interested in. It does help for people who like to have um, natural sex and you know it, the, there's people who are out there who, who who want this and so we have the opportunity to be able to um, have frank conversations with people who are currently taking prep people who have been a long time hiv positive who have been living it for 30 plus years 20 plus years we want to you know bring the conversation back to the community we want to be able to Make sure that the community knows that HIV doesn't have a face. It's all of us. My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. In 2005, I had a close family member die to HIV. And I, to be honest with you, I'm still probably not even supposed to know it. Uh, in fact, the only reason I know it is because of angry family member said it in anger and it slipped out and that's how I found out and that's why I'm so passionate about this podcast because I'm tired of 
people like me, family who would support and who would have loved on my cousin. She died alone. She died in the hospital bed completely alone because I didn't know. And because I was too busy playing basketball than being with my cousin. And I'm very passionate about what Josh Michael does. He wants to change the world. And I hope all of you contact him and that's why I'm so extremely passionate about this podcast. I, but I suffer every day that I let my cousin die alone because 2005 made me an ally. But I shouldn't have to go through death like that to become an ally. All of us should be allies. That's my story. And that's why Josh is doing this podcast. And that's why we're here. Destruction. Mama, tell me it's all right before I turn to nothing.